Hello, my dears. This is Annette of AnnetteLeonard.com, back with Chronic Wellness. And I'm going to try to get through this take without coming unglued. This is my fourth attempt. I went to my doctor's this last week, and uh, when I went to her office, she had for me a tiny oxygen concentrator that many of you who use oxygen will be familiar with called an Enogen One. And she had it there to give to me. Um, my doctor's mother uh, died a couple of years ago um, after a bout with cancer, but she herself was a lung transplant survivor. And at the time she died, she died with two of these little inogen concentrators. And I had offered to buy one for my doctor at the time of her death. And um, my physician had said, no, uh, I'm gonna keep one that you can borrow or check out anytime you need to borrow it but the other I'm gifting to a patient who needs it. And I understood, and that was the end of the conversation. But when I came in this last week, she had it there for me. And at the end of our visit, she said, Annette, the reason I have that for you is because the patient who had it died, and that patient was Danya. Tanya was someone that she had introduced me to at the point when my chronic fatigue syndrome became so aggressive, assertive, eclipsing in my life that I had to leave work. Tanya was about five years older than me. Danya was educated at Harvard and then Columbia Law. She practiced law in New York. And at the time that chronic fatigue syndrome came for her, she was unpartnered and became so sick she had to leave her work and come live with her parents in Oregon. And when I became so sick that I had to leave work, my doctor connected me with her and I would call Danya when I had a few minutes of energy and when Danya had a few minutes of energy, she would call me back. And eventually we connected less than 20 times over the years. Um, but Danya was a lifeline for me. She told me about her disease. She talked to me about the process of losing her job and her identity and the suffering that she had endured. She explained to me what myalgic encephalomyelitis was about she reassured me that 
this wasn't all in my head. She helped me believe that I wasn't just losing my mind. And Danya suffered enormous pain and isolation. And in the end, I know that due to extenuating circumstances and about with meningitis and because of her own situation, um, her parents were pretty advanced in age, 90 and 82. Danya had fears about what a burden she was on them and what she would do when they passed. Um, and I know from my physician that Danya had an active role in her own death. And there's a part of me that envies that that has mad respect for choosing her own terms and deciding it was time to duck out. Uh, I went to write her parents a card and I didn't have her address and I don't have her last name. You know, I'm gonna send it to my doctor in the hopes that she'll forward it along to them, but the pain of acknowledging the likelihood that there aren't 50 people of her peers that know about her passing because of how secluded and isolated she was. She didn't participate on social media. She didn't stay in contact with people from her former life, who couldn't relate to what had happened to her, what had become of her, who couldn't track and keep up with, who didn't track and keep up with what had transpired in her life. And so trying to convey to them what a beacon she was for me, what a standard bearer, what a light of positivity and transformation she was in my world while simultaneously trying to not get trapped in my own well of grief and years about I'm not leading the life I'm not leading the life I had to evacuate and leave behind I just I have this image of just candles snuffed out before they even really got a chance to burn 
And that's what it feels like to me, these, these chronic illnesses that just come like a thief in the night and just steal us away at whatever time it is. You know, it feels like a prime to me. It feels like it came right when things were just getting good, you know, right when I was hitting my stride in my career and in my personal life and in adulthood. I don't ever get to know how things would play out in my life, her life, your life. These illnesses take from us in an at-the-moment kind of way and then in an ongoing sort of wreckage and devastation kind of way. And so this is my love song for Donya. And for so many of us who are just muddling through and leading what feel like lives of quiet desperation at times, figuring out how to balance the pain, the physical pain and the isolation with what feels like any kind of quality of life in the day-to-day. -day. Thank you, Donya, for giving of yourself, for letting me know that I wasn't alone, that I wasn't losing my mind, that it wasn't all in my head. you who are watching this you are not alone I love you I'm sorry for the ways that you are suffering too see you next week